Welcome back to Are You High Right Now? I'm Sammy and I'm with my husband, DJ. DJ, are you high right now? I am. And what did you smoke today? I smoked Crumble Compound Z. I used my Carta Focus. I think it's V Focus, actually. It's an electronic dab rig or hash rig or really any concentrate. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. All right, cool. What's like the side effects of that one? Do you feel like? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. This is one just dropped. I haven't done my research on the Compound Z yet myself. So it is 12.50 on a Sunday. And every week we say we're going to record on a Saturday and we're going to do nice and early in the morning when we're like ready to go and something comes up every week and we're just we're just a little slow moving today so it's 12 50 and we're just now starting the pod but uh should we talk about our week real quick how was your week oh uh, it wasn't bad just a lot of recently i had we have uh, taken over parts of the social media at work and that on top of other responsibilities is, is and you're just kind of learning like mm-hmm. kind of learning as i'm going how to do it just kind of an added it's nice it's nice that you've done it before and you know you still do do it for yourself and others so obviously i'm gonna utilize you as much as i can yeah i think social media is like i don't think it's like a hard thing but it's just like one added extra thing like even our social media for the podcast i'm terrible about posting on it because it's like it's just too much to to do it's just like one added extra thing but what i was going to say is it was your 30th birthday this week oh yeah i forgot about that yeah that's a pretty big birthday uh yeah happy birthday me yeah we didn't really do much we went and got pedicures at the mall and went and had dinner that's kind of our fun day sick yeah we're still sick you kind of hear in our voices i think we're doing better but like our son's cough is worse than it was so we're just we're just figuring it out, I guess. Yeah. I don't think anything really interesting. Ha- oh, my truck, my I, my my electric start on my vehicle, my truck. Um, if I leave my lights on on, which I normally do, if I have my normal key fob and I click lock, it shuts everything off. Well, with my electric start key fob, if I go to electric start it, it starts it, runs it for fifteen minutes. But if I have my lights set to on, it won't shut my lights off. So. The last couple of weeks, I've been draining my battery because I've been using my automatic start because of how cold it is. But now that it's fucking super cold, my truck didn't start this morning. Yeah. And so. that's, well, that's another thing. This weekend and this, the last few days have been below, easily below zero. Oh, yeah. I think my mom said out here this morning, like not wind chill, just normal temp was like negative 25. It was negative 19 on the way up here. Yeah. So it's cold stay warm everyone i always think of um there's there's so many like podcasters or like content creators that like i feel like we're consuming all the time that are based in la Mm -hmm. or california Mm -hmm. and i think it's so funny when they are like oh it's getting cold or it feels like fall or whatever and it's like 50 degrees or maybe their coldest is like 40 i'm like this would they would die they would die in negative 25 degrees i would say definitely the east coast people i think know Oh, for sure. Like New York and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say you guys understand for sure. But West Coast, I mean, I lived in Oregon and I saw snow twice. Yeah. But that's cold too. But I'm, but you know, you get into the Southern parts. Oh yeah. They're, they have no idea. Non-existent. Yeah. So hopefully it starts to warm up a little bit. Also the room that we're in right now, we shoot in my mom's sunroom. If we're playing any, 
well, that's another thing. We're not doing YouTube yet because we're still struggling with the camera, mm -hmm. but we are trying to record on our phones to get little clips, but it's really pretty out here. It's just, it's really cold. And so we couldn't uh, have the fireplace going because the fan is too loud. So it's getting cold in here. Like, can you already tell? We've only been recording for like five minutes and I have fuzzy socks on and my feet are already feeling cold. Okay, so we did actually did not put a poll out on Instagram for this week's episode. Honestly, because I kind of waited until the last minute. I just pulled these stories last night and I did not even read through them all the way. So they are going to be a shock to me as well, but I'm excited. So the theme of this week's podcast is Am I the Asshole? And this is a very like well-known theme on Reddit. One of our favorite podcasts is called Two Hot Takes. And this is like mainly what they do is Am I the Asshole stories. So we obviously don't want to do that all the time. We don't want to like knock off other podcasts, but we thought for one episode or every now and then we would pull these out. So they're kind of these crazy Reddit stories where people put out there, am I the asshole? Here's the story. And uh, we'll kind of include the comments on what other people think. And then obviously what our takes are on them as well. Sometimes it's, they're kind of like controversial things. So I'm interested to hear your takes and my takes. And yeah, so I have six stories they're all a little bit longer and we'll kind of just take our time going through them. So they're not going to be as quick as our other episodes, but yeah, are you ready for it? Yep, let's okay. go. So this one was just posted two days ago. It has 3.6 thousand upvotes. So it's it's a pretty, pretty good one. It says, am I the asshole? My boyfriend says he will leave if I need a hysterectomy. Advice needed. My boyfriend, 35, and I, 35, have been together going on six years. He originally said he wanted to get married and have kids ASAP with me. Then, suddenly, a few years ago, he decided marriage and kids aren't for him anytime soon, in quotes. He assured me he only wants me, he just needed time. Now, I ran into some serious health problems and may need a hysterectomy. I already told the surgeon I want to have a uterine-sparing procedure, if at all possible. I want kids. None of this is my fault, and it's completely unexpected. I'm devastated. We are awaiting results to determine my surgical options. My boyfriend decided to be too honest and admit he would leave if I needed a hysterectomy. He says, am I not allowed to have kids? How is that fair to expect me to be okay with never having kids? I feel so hurt. He says it like I'm being selfish for thinking he should stay with me. He could have married me and had kids with me years ago before these unforeseen health issues existed, but he didn't want to. Am I the asshole for leaving? Regardless of the surgery I end up needing, even if I don't need a hysterectomy. Should I throw in the towel on this relationship? I feel like he's been dragging me along and okay with ditching me now that I'm older and not of use to him anymore. Wow. You are not the asshole. No. You should 100% leave him. Yeah, you need to jump ship now. That's ridiculous. He should be there to support you through anything and everything. And the fact that he, he's not ready for kids right now and this is happening to you is very unfortunate. But at the same time, once again, he should be supporting you through this time of vulnerability. Yeah. Really. And it's not like you guys decided you want to have kids, you get married, you both decide you want to wait, and now you're all of a sudden saying, nope, I changed my mind, I don't want kids. It's not like that. It's This is something that you didn't expect. It's hard on you as well. And I just think that's ridiculous. If roles were reversed and he had something that made him, him you know, what am I trying to think of? Made the like an infertility issue, oh, yeah, yeah. then you wouldn't say, oh, I'm leaving you. I want kids. Or if you would, you would be the asshole. So it's like, that's such a partnership thing. Well, and like if, if we, 
had any of those issues, I feel like we would be very open to trying to adopt, which I know is not an easy thing to do. But I know that if we were having infertility issues or whatever it may be, I feel that we would have tried to pursue adoption. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm jump, I'm, I'm out of here. Like I can't have, a, I, you can't have my baby, so I'm out. I'm, I'm done. It's like that. Like you are a grade A asshole. Like I don't even have words for you, man. Yeah, I agree. And even if they didn't end up adopting or whatever it is, it's like you have to face those problems head on with your partner. Yeah. If you are splitting or you say, oh, you can't provide this for me, then you're of no use to me anymore. That's ridiculous. So yeah. did you only marry that person because you want to have kids with them? Because you can find anybody well, that, that you can have kids with. And like, that's the strange thing is that, are, are you only are you only with this person because of their physical features and you think that... Yeah. Your child, that's the only reason. I mean, how, how, that's a super shitty reason to be in a relationship. I mean, totally. it's never going to work ever. No, even if they they didn't have any health issues and they could have kids, I would assume things would happen later on that you'd be like, yeah, this is not the person for me because he's not going to be there during hard things in your life. He's just willing to jump ship whenever it's not convenient for him. Yeah, the guy, this guy, I don't know. Okay, so should we listen to um, some of the comments? Yes. Okay, so the first one, two days ago, this seems like a situation where the trash is taking itself out. He's shown that regardless of your condition, you should never have kids with this man. He's myopic and self-serving. His love is conditional and he's untrustworthy and worse than a fair weather friend. He's a fair weather partner. Definitely not the person you want around when things get tough and parenting is always tough. I'm sorry you're going through this, but being rid of this guy will prove to be a blessing for you. That has 2.8 thousand upvotes. So that honestly is everything we wanted to say in a much better concise oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. comment. Oh yeah. But yeah, he's not going to be there for you through anything. This is no, ridiculous. It's a huge, huge red flag. Get the F out. And I'm assuming... Honestly, this isn't the only red flag that um, that you've probably seen or yeah. and or ignored. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get the hell out. You are not the asshole. Yeah. This other one um, has 3.1 thousand upvotes. It says, not the asshole, but get rid of this joke of a boy you're wasting your life on. It's one still shitty thing if he leaves you for getting the procedure because you don't want kids, but he does, but you'd get it for health reasons. He doesn't seem to have any intent to marry you. And if he did in sickness or in health would mean nothing to him. Dump this guy. I promise there's a better one out there for you. And I guess I read that wrong. I was thinking, I was thinking they were already married. They are not. No, they were. He wanted to wait on both of those yeah. things. How so, long, um, how long was the, or how long have they been in a relationship? Going on six years. Oh, ouch! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because he. It says he originally said he wanted to get married and have kids asap. Then he changed his mind and said doesn't want that anytime soon. Ooh. So the fact that so he's an ex around somewhere that he's still interested in. Maybe or or he just. That what make, I don't that like is that doesn't he. Make any sense. What I don't like is he's calling all the shots. No matter what, if he wanted to get married and have kids right away, it sounds like you would have been okay, okay with, with that. that. And then he changed his mind and you went along with that. And now he's saying, oh, you can't provide what I want. I'm out or I will be so out. It's like, why is he controlling. so controlling? Yeah. Why is he getting to call the shots on everything? So definite, not the asshole on this one if you leave him, but your boyfriend is the asshole. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this one was posted two days ago and it has 8.6 thousand upvotes. So this is like going crazy and uh, really curious what your perspective of this one is. Am I the asshole for staying in a marriage for 10 years to make sure I got alimony? 
My ex-husband, 35 male, and I, 29 female, had been married for 10 years. He was the only child of an elderly couple. I have taken care of his mother for my entire marriage since she needed a caretaker. Five years ago, I found out he was cheating. We had signed a prenup that said that we would leave with the assets we had come into the marriage with. I didn't have a full-time job because I had to take care of his mother. I didn't get a salary for my caretaking, but I spent my entire marriage taking care of her and her various health issues. It didn't have a clause against cheating. I spoke to a couple of lawyers and they said that even if the prenup is thrown out, which it may or may not be depending on the judge, my husband has an inheritance from his father and can afford to bleed me dry in court. However, the prenup had a 10-year clause. I stayed for another five years. Some people chose to stay and reconcile. I chose to stay and make sure I don't get screwed over. I filed for divorce after 10 years of marriage and my husband was blindsided. The assets were split down the middle and I was essentially compensated for the caretaking that I did. He's calling me cruel and calculating for what I did. He's also scrambling because there is no one left to care for his ailing mother. I told him to use his inheritance to actually buy her a caretaker that she can't take advantage of. I have a boyfriend and I'm really happy with my life, but I still get messages from my ex-husband blaming me. Am I the asshole? I mean, it is calculating, but you knew he was cheating and obviously you didn't bring it up. So you planned ahead. Um, I think it's genius. Yeah, I, th- I think I don't think you're that asshole, the asshole in the situation. The guy, for one, he's cheating and you found out. So it's just like, I don't know, the whole situation with prenups and everything. Like, I understand if it comes to like a multi-million dollar business or something that your your father left you that was established beforehand but at the same time if you're taking care of his mother and you're not able to have a job or a career or go to school or whatever that case may be I you do need to be compensated for that in some way yeah um the fact that you're the one taking care of his mother while he's out banging some younger chick is super fucked up yeah I think if you didn't play it how you did you would be yeah you might like feel bad for for doing it this way but you have to look out for yourself because in this situation there's no one else really looking out for you he doesn't care about your best interests. he went out and cheated he's got this wife back at home who's taking care of his mom so he doesn't have to worry about it he doesn't have to spend his money putting her in a you know having a nurse or whatever so no i mean it's sucky that you're in this situation There are definitely cases where you need a prenup. I totally agree. Obviously, you and I did not get prenups because we didn't have have a pot to piss in. So, you know, anything we have or will have in the future, we're like building together. Mm -hmm. But if if you had come from a family with a lot of money or you had this big inheritance or you had a family business, yeah, we would have done a prenup. I do think that there should be a cheating clause because I I think... If you're going to cheat, if you're going to throw that marriage away, your partner should not be screwed even more. Like, I think, I don't, I don't know. Especially if you're a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, stay-at-home mom. Or even worse, taking care of his mother. Yeah. That's not even, that, I mean, okay, you're you're a saint for taking care of his mom. Being a caretaker is really hard. Being a caretaker of your own child is hard. But caretaking for someone else's mom, Mm -hmm. who it sounds like was also kind of taking advantage of you and you couldn't do anything else with your life, like... That's crazy. The only thing I would say is it sucks that you had to waste an additional five years of your life with this guy and also taking care of his mom. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you got the money. Oh, yeah. But um, that's the only thing I'd be like, is that worth it? Is that five years worth it? Well, it's the rest of your life. So, yeah. Yeah. Because it must have been a pretty big, a pretty big chunk. Should we read some comments here? I, I, it, I just I keep like going back and forth. Like, Really? You're like. <clears throat> I'm not on this guy's side at all. Really. I don't want to be. But I do feel that 
I mean, legally, if she was speaking with lawyers and there wasn't really anything she could do, I guess it was the best case scenario, you know. But it is kind of a sneaky, snaky move. But he's also cheating. So he's then it's cheating. Just like, that's eh. the yeah. That's the sneakiest, yeah. most calculating thing. No, I think it. it was genius. To be honest with you. Yeah, he had no problem taking advantage of her. So the first comment, it has five point four thousand upvotes. Not the asshole. It looks like you got compensated for time served. I suppose a question for your husband is: Was it also calculated when arranging meetups with his mistress because he knew his wife would be busy with his mother? Someone said exactly this. I divorced my ex after 16 years years of marriage and two kids for many reasons, some of which are similar in terms of my sacrifices and his gains. A few years after divorce, I found out he also stole tens of thousands of dollars from the marital assets. I struggle financially due to delaying my own education in corporate crime, one of my sacrifices, while he's earned over six figures for 20 years because of my sacrifices and support. I have a boyfriend who also doesn't want to remarry and we're very happy together. I'm eyeing the ex's social security income and won't remarry because I would become ineligible to receive it. Gotta play that long game. Thinking about your future, which is great. And um, it's, From the sounds of it, you probably won't have to to work yeah i think it's so when you're bringing up like the the stay-at-home mom thing that's such a hard conversation because on one hand let's say you're your stay-at-home mom you have a husband who's working he's going to work he's working hard maybe he's you know supporting the family and all that and that is obviously so valuable you need that um but then to be a stay-at-home mom is no doubt a lot of work and you are sacrificing other things it's also in a lot of ways, a huge privilege to be able to stay home with your kids. But I do think that's something you have to think about is you might not be setting yourself up for the best situation if that partner ends up not to be a great partner. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's unfortunately kind of like what you sign up for. You hope that you know what your partner is like, but yeah, that's really hard. I, I grew up with uh, two parents who both had to work. They couldn't afford to have one of them stay home. And they both did really well for themselves and they started with no money, did not have prenups or anything and worked, you know, multiple jobs when my brother and I were really little and then worked their way up in their perspective fields. And it is kind of crazy because my mom ended up being more of the breadwinner. She made a lot more money and we're so thankful for that for a lot of reasons because when my dad got sick, if she would have been a stay-at-home mom, we wouldn't have like, what would we have done? We needed that extra income. So it's always something I think about too, is like, I mean, I love, I get to stay home with Jaden because I do photography and I'm able to do that. And I'm so, so grateful for that. But I think I would have a really hard time not, ha not bringing in any sort of income or not building my own career in some ways, just in case something were to ever happen to mm -hmm. fully take yourself out of the like working field, um, I think can be really like dangerous. Sorry, kind of went on a long tangent with that. Obviously, do do whatever you have to do as far as a prenup or stay at home or whatever. But yeah, in in short, I do not think you're the asshole in this situation. I think you are being really smart. Are you ready for the next one? I am. So this one doesn't have a lot of comments and it doesn't have many upvotes. We're just going to see how it is. Am I the asshole for starting a fight with my fiance over something I overheard him tell his friends? I, 23 female, am engaged to a 28-year-old male. His friends are very wild, and they go out like every other night. My boyfriend is a homebody and says he prefers to stay home with me, but still his friends drag him out every once in a while. 
Keep in mind, all of his friends are older than me and already married. Anyway, last week, I was really sick, so when they decided to go out, my boyfriend told them he was staying home with me. His friends had a night out without him. Yesterday, he was on the phone with one of his friends while I was making dinner. I came in the living room to pick a movie for us to watch while we ate. He had the phone on speaker, and from what I gathered, they were talking about the night out my boyfriend missed. His friend was going on about how crazy the night was and started talking about some girls that they were with. Then he kind of started really getting into detail and basically said he and another one of the guys got a room with one of these girls. At this time, I was, wasn't was in the living room with him, but I was still listening. His friend sounded so casual, like this was something normal. Then he asked my boyfriend what he should do. He was telling him that it was okay and that he should just let it go and try not to do it again. As soon as he got off the phone, I confronted him about it and he said it was none of my business. I told him he should be encouraging his friends, sorry, shouldn't be encouraging his friends to lie to their wives. He said I was overreacting and that he was just comforting his friend. I told him I wasn't comfortable with him being so okay with this kind of thing. He again said I was overreacting and that it's not like I'm cheating on you, in quotes. I told him I couldn't trust that he wasn't. I asked him what they do when they go out and he just walked away and hasn't talked to me all day. I really don't think I did anything wrong, but I have to know, am I the asshole? No. I mean, if that's what he's telling his boys, then that's who's to say that his boy, he's not cheating on you and his boys are telling him the same thing. I mean, if that's what he thinks. I think that's a I'd, red flag I know for sure. We've had, I've had conversations with my friends before and we're all on the same page that if somebody cheats and you don't tell them or I'm going to give you one chance to tell your partner. And if you don't, I'm going to tell them. Really? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I think that's 100%, great. 100%. I, we've, all of my friends have heard that and we've had that discussion where it's, where it's, and it's not like we, that's what we were discussing that I just got brought up at one point. And if that were to ever happen, you're damn right. I'm calling your fucking significant other. Yeah. I don't agree in ter- in like this sense of like guy code or girl code or like keep that secret. It's like, if your friends are cheating. I think that's it's a questionable friendship. Like maybe those are not people that you want to be around. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely the same way. I would. I maybe this is so like not a good girls girl. But if if one of my friends was cheating on their husband, I I would find a way for them to know the truth because mm-hmm. that's it's really embarrassing for the it shouldn't be, but it's embarrassing for the person being cheated on for like all these other people to know about it and no one to come clean yeah. because they're like, Oh, it's not my business not my to business. tell. It's like, yeah. if you know it and it's affecting someone else's life, it's your business to tell. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I do think that's different if you hear some random person who is not your friend and you, you go to them on Instagram and you're like, I heard they're cheating because you don't always know the legitimacy of that. Yeah, exactly, I think so, exactly. but I think if you know for a fact and you're close enough with that person, you should probably you should them. be telling them. Yeah. But in, in her case, she doesn't know that her boyfriend is cheating on her. Maybe he's totally not, but yeah, get better he, friends. And he dude. needs to sit back and realize, think about the conversation he just had that she overheard because you sound like a real yeah, it sounds like his morals are not really yeah. the moral, there. The moral compass is kind of fucked. Yeah, and the fact that like him and his friends, they're 28, they're around our age, they're married, and they're so casual about this. Like, how many times has this happened? And if he is out with his friends, even if he hasn't cheated before, he's around people who, it sounds like, are certainly not going to discourage it. Yeah, clearly, if they got a hotel room for a girl. Yeah. And, yeah. and multiple. So it's not even just one. Sounds like a whole thing. So one of the comments. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is really unfortunate. I didn't read any of these comments. 
This one says, this account is fake. They've posted multiple Amber the Asshole posts in the past few days. In one, he's a male. In another, a female engaged. Another female married with kids. Fake, fake, fake. Okay, well, that's that's sucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Whatever. Okay, so uh, this is not worth whatever, but still. Just continue and just cut that out. Nobody's going to fucking know. Am I the asshole for not continuing with my nephew's schedule and rules while I was watching him? This is two days ago. <laughs> oh, this one. Okay, this is an interesting one. My sister had to go see a specialist because of a complication with her pregnancy. She was gone at the hospital for a couple weeks. Her husband went with her. They needed someone to watch their son. The person originally going to watch him when my sister went into labor wasn't expecting to for another month, so she couldn't help, and they had no one else that could watch him, so I had to. My nephew has a lot of behavioral issues because of his autism, so he has a strict schedule and rules for a lot of things. Sometimes things take a lot longer with him because he gets upset or is otherwise difficult to deal with. I found him extremely difficult to deal with. I've never been in charge of taking care of him and haven't spent much time with him, so I didn't realize he was this bad. Getting him to do anything was a nightmare. By the fourth day, I was just letting him have his iPad for however long he wanted and eat just chicken nuggets and goldfish, keep him calm, and I gave up on having him clean up after himself. It was the only way I could keep myself sane and still get all the stuff I needed to done. I figured he was content and safe and it was only temporary so it would be fine. My nephew's school ended up calling my sister or her husband and said he was being more difficult than usual. My brother-in-law called me to ask me what was up. I admitted I was having a very hard time with his son and couldn't keep up with his schedule and rules. He was like, seriously? And said they were the ones actually having a hard time. Their son wasn't anything in comparison and they deal with him every day and everything was written down so it shouldn't be hard. They didn't need to be dealing with this right now and didn't need me making things harder for them. He told me to suck it up and be a better sister and aunt. I tried again the next couple days, although I'll be honest, I didn't put in much effort and broke down and I just let him have his iPad and continue to eat chicken nuggets and goldfish. When they got back home, I just left. I just had to get out of there. They're furious with me because they say he regressed so much that he won't listen to them at all now and is having so many fits. I made things so much worse for them because now they have to deal with him acting out along with their preemie. I'm finally back home now, but I just feel like curling up into a ball and crying. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of an asshole. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, you knew the, what responsibility you were taking when you accepted it, so... Sounds like she didn't really have an option, though. Why? There was no one else to watch him, so you she You still could have said, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable. Like, this is a large task. I do not feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, if when, you, when you're accepting to watch someone's child, I mean, that's someone else's child. And if there's rules that are in place in that house, who are you to go and cross those? I kind of... I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this one because she's still keeping this kid safe. He's not, I agree. Like, okay, don't just give up and like, yeah, iPad and chicken nuggets, but we don't know to the extent of like how hard he is to deal with. And yes, she's there helping and that's great, but it's two weeks. It's not just one night that she's watching him. It's a long time. This is also disrupting her life. And yes, she's taking on the role of taking care of him for a little bit but this child is not her responsibility to have all these like really hard set rules that's a lot i think to put on your sister to be like we're dealing with all this hard stuff you take care of our son who has has these issues and giving her no grace whatsoever it's not like she's putting him in danger 
She's doing the best she can. Yeah, of course, of course. But I I do think that with children that do have, that are on the spectrum or autistic, it's tough to get, get through milestones. And I can kind of understand like the regression, like it could have taken a year plus two years to get him to where he was. And it took, all it took was two weeks of, I guess, like slip ups essentially. But I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think if she followed all of the rules, do you think he wouldn't have regressed at all? Cause he wasn't around his parents for two weeks and they're the ones kind of keeping that schedule. I think it would have helped him more because at that point it's not mom and dad telling him what to do. It's somebody completely different. And now that he's finding out that, not essentially a stranger, obviously he knows who they are, but I still have to, I have this, this same person or this adult is giving me the same rules that my mom and dad are. And if I follow, I just think over the two weeks, I feel like that would have even made it, made things better because now he's realizing that adult figures or authority figures, he has to listen. I think it's, I would think this is different if this was a kid who wasn't autistic and maybe just like, I don't know, like maybe didn't like to follow rules and and whatever and he needed like a little bit of structure and like okay yeah you know that he acts out when he's on an ipad but i think the autistic factor because i've never had to take care of someone who's autistic Mm -hmm. i don't know to like what level how intense these rules were and how hard it was on her that's fair i don't know that's fair so i i I get that i'm I'm still back to my original answer i mean it's a large responsibility and if you didn't feel comfortable you should have said something yeah and at that point, I'm sure there's some sort of government assistance you could have looked for for a couple of weeks. I mean, I know, but what do you do? Send your your son with you with someone who's not family? Like, if you don't have the options, and I mean, because for me personally, it's like if I had a sister and she asked me to watch her autistic child for two weeks, depending on the severity of, I guess, the situation, I may say no. Yeah, I also think too, like obviously it's it's great that the husband was with your sister when she's, you know, in labor or dealing with all these complications, but was there another way to do it where like he could spend the nights back at home with his son, like be there part of the time, mm-hmm. you know, is their son, is he old enough to be in school or in, in daycare at yeah. some time during yeah, the day yeah, so you yeah. can still be there for your wife, but not completely cut your son out for two weeks because I I think, I don't know, I get what you're saying. Like definitely say no if you're not up for it, but I wonder if she was like in it, want, truthfully wanted to mm-hmm, follow those mm-hmm. rules. And then she's like, this is, we're not getting anything done. Like I, I don't know how to handle him because this is my first time dealing with him by That's myself in fair. this situation. Um, I do think there could have been like some compromise to that maybe of the dad. I definitely think, yeah, I definitely think that the, the dad didn't have to be so aggressive. With, yeah. And um, to be like, be a better sister. It's like, yeah, she's giving up her she, time to take care of your he's son. He's also got to understand that this is new. This is totally new territory and you've never done, well, maybe, I don't know. It sounds from me that she's never dealt with a situation like this. So, I mean, I think on both sides, I think there's a little bit of fault. Obviously, it's terrible that they have had an emergency and had to get some right. health issues addressed. And it was great that sister stepped up. But at the same time, I think there could have been a little bit of... Yeah. I also don't love the comment of like, what you're dealing with is nothing because we're in the hospital dealing with like this. It's like, yeah, but that's also your son. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like, oh, we deal with that all the time. Okay, but 
that's your son and you you're used to dealing with that you've built up those routines over time does it say that they were staying out of town i don't think so and if it's brother-in-law so is it her sister that is in the hospital then? yes it's her sister so i do think that at that point i would have probably done a swap and said hey i'm gonna oh yeah go be with your sister in the hospital for a little bit dad come home three days come back you go spend a couple days with sister you come back i mean but even then you're right it, it doesn't say that they're out of town it just says she was gone at the hospital for a couple weeks so we don't know how far away that is but mm-hmm. even if it's within an hour yeah you could have taken turns I the pro- same day probably would have been staying at home every night yeah but and then you could have been kind of the caretaker during the day and then dad mm-hmm. comes home and takes over yeah i i definitely think there there was a couple different avenues that you could have taken um on both sides but i mean yeah. i i wouldn't say like I don't necessarily think you're the asshole, but at the same time, you could have done things differently. I think both sides. Maybe it's like one of those everyone's the asshole type of situations. Yeah, I'd kind of say so. So should we read some comments here? Sure. This one says, they knew he was difficult and should have been checking it on a more regular basis, giving you instructions and support. You weren't equipped for the job. You have to put this behind you. It's a lesson learned. You did the most important job well. You kept him safe. At some point, they should apologize to you because they must realize that a child that difficult can't be managed by someone so inexperienced. They failed their child and made him regress, not you. That's fair. I do th- I do agree with that in the sense that if your child is it can regress that much in a small amount of time, then you know that taking care of him is a very important job. Mm-hmm. And there, these rules are like super strict. Um, she maybe didn't know that going into it. Like maybe they weren't as open as they should have been with like how important it is to follow these rules. Yeah. And depending on the severity, wouldn't you look for an out of house or an in-home nurse or an in-home yeah. caretaker for two weeks? And I'm sure it's expensive, but at that point, I, I, or, or yeah, or just be, or know that like, yes, you're not getting the care that you would normally provide to your son because you're not there, but you're not having to pay for it. He's kept safe you're doing the best you can in that situation. Don't go so hard on the sister yeah. as or sister-in-law. Um, it's like, you're not doing a good enough job. So another comment on that was, yeah, d- dad didn't have to be at the hospital for the full two weeks. He needed to also support you and his son. He should have been going back and forth every few days as well as come home for a couple nights to give you a break. Two weeks is a long time to leave you watching a special needs child. Yeah, I agree. I, I can agree with that. I Yeah, absolutely. I think we're kind of we're kind of on the money with these yeah, these comments as the, well. Yeah, yeah, in the middle. I mean, you both have you were in the wrong both sides. I'd say mm-hmm. lot, yeah. lot better and, communication would have solved this. And I I will say I definitely do feel for the specifically the mom because she had a baby sooner than she expected. Um, could have been a hard situation. We don't know if she was in the hospital for mm-hmm. a little bit. Now has a preemie to take care of and has an autistic son that she physically could not be there because she was in the hospital and now her son has also regressed. So I feel I feel bad for the mom honestly <laughs> the most. Yeah. Because she's kind of the one that's getting like the brunt of this. We have two more. What are we at for time? We're at 41 minutes. So I feel like that's pretty good, don't you think? Yeah. Okay, this was posted two days ago. It has 7.2 thousand upvotes. Am I the asshole for asking my 29 male girlfriend, 26 female, for consent? Okay, right off the bat, <laughs> what do you think? But it's it's different. 
Okay, I've been seeing this girl for almost four months. We've talked prior about how consent is a big thing and very important in a healthy relationship. Last night, I went to go cuddle her when we were laying down. She told me not to touch her multiple times. I didn't try touching her multiple times. She just repeated it around three times for whatever reason. This morning when we woke up, she came up and tried to hug me. I asked her, is it okay if I touch you now? She got incredibly mad and nasty at me after saying that I was just trying to make a point and then giving me the silent treatment for the remainder of the time she was here. Am I the asshole for asking for consent? It feels silly that I even have to ask this. I wouldn't say so. You're just trying to make a... You were making a point, but it was a good point. You're making a point, but you're just trying to make a funny at the same time, and she got butthurt. Yeah, and... I guess to their cuddling and I mean, I, I get it. Consent. Don't touch me multiple times. Yeah. How, do, how does that work? What's, what's her deal? I, I think, yes, like you normally get consent obviously, but like you're in a relationship, you're laying down in the same bed. He tries to cuddle you. You all of a sudden, all of a sudden just start saying, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. What? Are you okay? Like, are you okay? Or is, did something happen? Because even if you didn't feel like being touched, when you just be like, oh, I kind of don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like being touched right yeah, now. Yeah, or, or if you don't like cuddling, or if you not very often, or like yeah, you can say no sensory issues without it being like, oh my god, don't touch me, because that probably made him feel like it'd make me oh, feel like shit. shit. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like I was okay. just trying to cuddle you. I wasn't trying to like show some. I'm trying to show affection. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do something without your consent. But if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't have to ask every time. Can I cuddle you? Should you? I mean, I, I to don't. some extent, you're going to know, like, the vibe sometimes... Okay, this might get into a t- touchy subject. But, like, you you know in some sense if you have consent, but especially as something as little as cuddling in a bed that you share with your partner. Well, the, the cues. There's cues. Yes. Like, I mean, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, you shouldn't have to, like, go... I, I shouldn't have to, like, go give you a kiss in the morning before you leave for work and every time be like, am I allowed to kiss you? Like some stuff <laughs> you be, shouldn't have honestly, to ask. That'd be, that'd be quite annoying. It would be. Yeah. But if I occasionally was like, oh my God, you just kissed me and you didn't ask for consent. Do I have consent to slap your ass? <laughs> no, you don't, but you can do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, this girl. So the very first comment is if this kind of stuff is happening after only four months, maybe rethink this relationship. Correct. Yeah. She's showing some craziness. Yeah. That's uh, jump ship partner. Okay, I'm really confused by this one. A comment? Yeah, so this comment is in quotes. It says, <laughs> like all couples, we have our ups and downs. It's been 10 days. He's 56, I'm 18. Am I the asshole if I don't want to move in? <laughs> I think they're basically saying like, this is, like, it's a crazy thing to ask. Like, mm-hmm. obviously you're not the asshole. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's, so this next one also in quotes, this relationship is perfect. I've never been more in love. They treat me like royalty. But am I the asshole for asking them to cut back on the daily four-hour screaming sessions? Okay, people are just making fun of this. This one, I love her so much. I just wish she would stop sleeping with my brother. Basically saying, just, no, you're uh, not yeah, the you're asshole not the for asshole. asking this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not crazy. She is. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, this one was removed. Give me one second. I gotta find a new one on the fly. Hmm, this one looks interesting. Let's see how long it is. Okay. This was posted five hours ago. <laughs> Just pulling this right off the feed because the other one I had got removed. So, am I the asshole for telling my husband that he needs to do his own thing because I don't want him involved with my business? What's your take before we even read this? I can agree with that. Okay. 
30 female, I opened up my own business in January of last year. I was bedridden, tough pregnancy, and had zero income, and I wanted to do something, so I got into resale. My husband at the time told me I was wasting my time, and that it was nothing but a pipe dream, and that I was wasting money. It actually caused a lot of fights in the beginning, but I stuck it out because I believed in myself and didn't really give myself the ability to fail. My kids even joined in with me. Uh, It says in parentheses, three kids from my previous marriage, plus a now four month old with my husband. But yeah, so he didn't believe in me at all. Basically, he just saw me as wasting money. Now we have separate bank accounts and all of my product is kept in an indoor storage unit. So my husband has never seen my product or known how much money I brought in. I've been paying my portion of the bills and not giving any hints on what I've been doing. I honestly, as childish as it may be, wanted to wait until I had a bucket load of profit and then show him. That way he felt bad for all his fights he picked with me over wasting money. But anyway, since I started the business, I have a profit so far of $34,000. I've only lost out so far on maybe 5,000 worth of product. Considering I started with a measly 500, I'm very impressed and proud of myself. I promote mainly on TikTok and have my own business account on there. Well, my husband found the business account on TikTok and saw I had a following of around 400,000. He started asking questions and eventually it got to him asking how much I've made. Well, I went over the numbers with him and now he's super interested in what I'm doing and tries coming with me and the kids on the weekends to do inventory and shipments. Now I'm willing to admit that I'm just getting touched out by his presence within my business because now he's trying to get me to buy things that he likes, not what the general consumer does. He's trying to change the way I do things by offering suggestions on what would be easier. He's always right in the way and he's just stressing me out. And now he's saying that he wants to join in and basically use my TikTok account to promote the things he buys, which he wants me to do because he hates being on camera. I feel bad because I know it would be a way for us to connect over something profitable, but like, I just don't want to. My kids and I started from scratch and he picked massive fights with me over this, but now that he sees I'm making money, he wants to use what I built without him so he can make money off of it. So I told him he needs to do his own thing. Start from scratch like I did. Learn like I did because I don't want him involved in what me and my kids built, especially not after picking all those fights with me and making me feel stupid. He says I'm blowing this out of proportion and that he just wants to be involved and says he won't apologize for having his doubts and says I should understand. But now that I've proven him wrong, I should be willing to cut him in because it can be a family thing. I just don't want him to. This is me and my kids thing and I don't want him taking over at all and have any say on how we do things, which I know will happen. It says ETA, it was my money that started the business and only my money that went into it. He didn't help at all. I would say you have terrible taste in men. Yeah, get, I, I know you just had a baby with him, but shit, yeah, get he, rid of him. That's pathetic. He all, you had a dream and first of all, it seems like a pretty reachable goal as well. So especially with everything that goes on with social media and TikTok and viral shit, it's like, that's a, a decently, like it's within grasp. And for him to say, oh, it's never going to amount to anything. You're just wasting money. You're wasting time. It's like, all you're doing is degrading your wife and you're, you're ruining her self-worth. So at that point, it's like, why are you even married to her? If you don't think that she can be successful, then why are you with her? Yeah. And obviously she's very like willing to work on something and keep pushing because if she's being consistent enough to have 400,000 followers on TikTok and she's making good money, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's incredible. That's awesome. And also the fact that he doesn't know any of that is like, I get, I get that you have your, your separate bank accounts and stuff, but like. Has he been so uninvolved in your life that he doesn't even know 
that you've been like doing this much work and it would be, yeah. it would amount to something. It's got to be pretty damn blind. But also it seems like the relationship in general, you're, you're not really together in any way. Mm-mm. I mean, even if your bank accounts were separate, you, you're basically living completely different it lives. Seems, it definitely seems like it. And now he's trying to hijack. It seems more thing. like a roommate. That yeah. wants to gain off of you. Yeah. Like, especially you, you did this with your kids. Like they helped you. You built this cool following. You're doing really well for yourself. You're proud of it. It would be one thing if, you know, you tell him, Hey, look, I, even if you throw it in his face a little, like, I, I know you doubted me, but look how good I did. And he's like, that's amazing. Like, good for you. I'm so proud of you or whatever. But like, no. Can I help? Can I make some money? Can, yeah, you, can he's, you do some stuff for me? He doesn't care at all that it's your thing. It doesn't even seem like he cares that you've put in so much work. It's just like now he wants something. He wants a bit of it because he's seen that you're successful. Mm-hmm. I do not think this is the guy you're supposed to be with. No, and I think at most if you, you do end up staying with this guy, uh, I would say no, you can't be a part of this. But what I will do is I will help you start your own. Yeah. I think that's the most you do. Like I started from scratch. Um, I had to do all this, all this learning on my own. I had to figure this shit out on my own. But luckily for you, I can give you tips. Yeah, I'll help you. Other but you have to that, show that you're willing yeah. to do it too. You can't you're just, not just take gonna my... jump on my coattail and yeah. ride. And especially like, okay, even if he wanted to help her and he was like, oh, I have some ideas. But like he's not, his ideas are not in any way to like benefit her or her like normal consumers. They're just like, Stink. oh, he wants yeah. it this way. It's thinking like about he's himself. Not, he's literally not thinking about anybody. I don't even think mm. he's thinking about money necessarily. He's just like, oh, I I want in. He's not thinking about what's best for the business or what's best for you or it's best for your marriage. Yeah. So um, I do not see this lasting. Jump ship. Longer. Huh. Okay. Jump ship. This first comment was four hours ago. Not the asshole. You started this and you run this. It's completely fair and reasonable to want your business to be your space that you are free to handle how you prefer. Even without him picking on you about it, it would be completely fine. Stick to your guns. I agree. You know, this just made me realize too, because we've had um, talks about this too. We love doing the podcast together because it's something that we can do together. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to be in each other's other businesses. No. We had to talk about this as with your, you know, cultivation kind of side of things about like there was maybe a mention of me helping with social media and we kind of decided like, oh, wait, but that's your thing. Like I can, I will help you how I can Mm -hmm. and like support you how I can, but I don't want to be involved because that's your business. I don't want to be like the, the face of any part of that. And the same with my like photography, like if I ask for your opinion, you'd give it or help me in any way but like you're not going to jump in and tell me how to do my job and i'm not going to do that to you no we have our own separate things we're good at and our own separate interests and businesses and we're not i think it's just good to have independence yeah in in relationships like obviously you can depend on your partner for for certain aspects but at the same time you need your your individual yeah individual time like you need you need that independent time and um i feel that helps create a strong relationship for sure with that being said i do i know a lot of people even when they're married and have kids like have separate bank accounts and they pay for different things i personally think that would be really hard (laughs) like we um we share the majority of our accounts and then we each kind of have like our own savings kind of like our own like fun money Mm -hmm. but i honestly think it would be more complicated to have everything split up and be like oh you're making this much but i didn't this month or whatever 
So now like you get to do all this great stuff and I don't because I didn't make like you're well, a team. Even if you have separate careers, it's like and even if you have separate bank accounts, I don't think it should be that separate that you literally don't even talk to your partner about what your job yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, even even before like when we are really we for, or, and we weren't even married yet, but you were the breadwinner for sure, and I was working at Action Mechanical, and we just had it set up to the point that we each took a percentage of our income mm-hmm. to take care of the bills, and then I mean you had this all set up. I had my little allowance and yeah, yeah so on and so forth. So I mean, and that can definitely work, right? Yeah, to have okay. separate stuff, but like still have be able to have the open communication oh, yeah, of how much you're making and how that can benefit you guys like as a couple well, and as a family. Say you want to split it 50-50 and you make three times as much as me. And that's what we agreed on 50-50. Well, okay. So every month my money goes, I get, I'm living paycheck to paycheck essentially. And yeah. then my partner would be saving thousands of dollars mm-hmm. every month because they make three times more than I do. Yeah. It goes back to this story too, where like, okay, so we, for example, we've had times where I make more money than you, you make more money than me. And we kind of like support each other through those different careers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that might happen several more times in our marriage where one is making more than the other and it flip-flops. But in this situation, when he was making more, he only wanted to degrade her. Mm -hmm. But now that she's making money, which maybe she's not making more, I I don't know. But now he wants in with that. It just doesn't seem like there's any teamwork with this at all. Mm -mm. It's like, no, when he was doing well, he could knock you down. But now that you're doing well, oh, he wants a part of it. He wants peace. Like, just what a what an asshole. You guys, I would uh, ask for counseling. Yeah, I think you got some some big issues. So that was our last one. What did you think of this episode? I liked it. Yeah, it's not, they weren't like as funny, but I do think it's fun to like talk about these things. Just and, wacko situations. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're still here, please go leave us a review on spotify or apple or wherever you listen to the podcast because we're just we really want to keep doing this every week we want to get it out to more people so that's the best way to do it yes sir yeah yes sir just a saying yes ma'am yes (laughs) ma'am okay thank you bye guys bye guys